0: I want to talk today briefly about sales copy, about marketing your stuff, about selling your book. Not so much specifically about Amazon, but selling it anywhere and whether you're doing it verbally or in text or video or whatever. Just selling your book because there's four things you're going to need. No matter where we we are at, no matter where we're selling it, no matter how we're selling it, four things we need. And I'm thinking about this today because I'm in the middle of writing some sales copy to sell a thing and I'm trying to walk through it, break it down, make decisions. That's gotta be item number one before we get to our four parts. You have to know what it is you're selling. And you gotta know what it is, not just like, oh my God, in chapter 10, there's a fight on, you know, or in chapter 15 there's this great funny line, or this, that, or the other. You have to know it inside and out, what its themes are, what its structure is, what it's a what the genre is, what it does well, what it what you you know, you're trying not to show off what you are trying to show off. You've got to know the story both as a story, but also as a product. Step number one, and you're going to get there with step number two, you're going to make decisions about what you're going to talk about because no sales copy, no marketing ever covers everything about anything. Because if it did, it would be much harder to make the decision because you'd bombard the possible customer with decision paralysis. There'd just be too damn much. There'd be too many things, too many bells and whistles, too many parts to consider. And you'd slow down the process of them saying yes. Now, there's no way to force them, right? There's no way. We we know. There's no way to force. There's no way to demand. You can strongly encourage. You can make it seem like a logical, easy, low-stress thing to say yes. You can make it as simple as possible. Click a button, hand me your card, you know, one, two, three, low price, low frustration, however you want to talk about it. But you can never... Guarantee with a thousand million percent that somebody's going to buy a thing. It's just not possible. I wish it was. Believe me, oh God, I wish it was, but it's not. What we have instead to do is make this process as straightforward and reasonable sounding as possible. And we have four parts of sales copy to do it in. Now, sometimes this is going to be a paragraph. Sometimes this stuff's going to be a sentence. Sometimes it's just going to be a couple words. But we have four parts. And where you do them. The order matters. We'll talk about why when we cover each part, but you're always going to have these four parts. The first part we have is called the establishment or the setup. It's the same thing with two different names. This is where you're setting up the idea that you have something to sell that offers a solution to a problem. Now if you've got your book, you're thinking, well, what what the hell problem does my book solve? It solves a reader's need to have a book. The reader wants to read. You have a solution to this want. Here, read my book. That way I will sell a thing and you'll have something that meets that need. The establishment, the setup, you know, puts forward to the reader, to the possible consumer's mind, Hey, you're having this situation. You're having this problem. This thing I'm selling is the answer, not necessarily the only answer because there's a bajillion books on Amazon. There's tons of different things we could read. You could scroll on your phone. You could go stare at the TV. You could do a ton of shit. But here, now, in this moment, while I have your attention, here's a solution to your problem, the establishment. If you take too long in the establishment... The reader, the possible consumer, is going to wander off because you're just talking too much. Yep, I get it. I totally want a book to read. How many times are you going to explain it to me? That level of thinking. If you skip on the establishment, it's going to seem like you're screaming at somebody. Hey, buy my book. Here's a book. You should buy it. And it seems frenetic and disorganized and a little desperate. And none of those things encourage good sales. So step number one, establish. And to do this for a book, you're going to talk about the book. What's going on in it? What's the plot? What kind of story is it? What genre is it? Give it something to make it sound compelling. From here, we're going to move through. So we're going to establish for some period of time, and then we're going to move to the turn. Now, the turn is where we start to steer this conversation towards clicking that purchase button. We're turning attention from establishing that there's a problem, turning them towards the solution. The turn is maybe a phrase or maybe it's a call to action or maybe it's a simple statement of like this, you know, you throw in a quote from from your reader or your feedback, this scintillating tale of passionate romance, dot, dot, dot. This amazing, you know, get on board with this amazing new author, whatever it might be. You're using this as a way to start pivoting and, and addressing this change in direction. Hey, I had you thinking about this. Now I want you thinking about this. If you sort of change that context too soon, the reader, the possible customer is going to be very aware that you are forcibly selling something. Like you can't wait to get to the part to talk about money. You can't get to, it's, it's, oh my God, we got to move. We got to move. You got to keep going, get to the money, get to the money. And that's a terrible strategy. If you turn too late, you're going to spend so much time trying to sound desperate, because we're, we're waiting. We're waiting for what's coming. Not because, we, oh, we know it's a gross sales thing, but we're waiting to see like, okay, you've got my attention. What are you going to do with it? The turn is the start of that. I'm going to use the word manipulation because on some level it is. You are affecting what somebody else is thinking, what somebody else is doing, maybe what somebody else was planning on doing. You're manipulating something. It doesn't always necessarily mean this evil puppeteer kind of super control mind vibe. It can be something like, here's a problem. Here's a solution. Here's what's up. Turn third part, the pivot. The pivot is where we shift the conversation more completely. And we start talking not just about the book as a product, but we start talking about the opportunity that having made the successful sale will give you. Buy this book if you're looking for the, the next romance to light, you know, to light up your day, pass the time by learning this new hobby you know, learn 10 new things a day with my word a day calendar or whatever it might be, you know, the pivot is that real big sort of first sales moment. And this is the moment where a lot of authors in particular get really jammed up because you have to do this declaratively. You have to come at this with a sense of confidence. And for a lot of people who have maybe never sold a book or never sold a book very well, that confidence seems to come out of nowhere. It seems to come up, you know, bubbling up from nothing. But let me tell you, that confidence of I can sell this thing should draw on the fuel of I wrote this thing, I believe in this thing. I believe in myself having written this thing. I know it's possible. It was long. It was a frustrating process. It took days, weeks, months, years. It took time. I missed this. I did that. I sacrificed my Saturdays. I worried about this. I rewrote it a bajillion times. All those experiences, all that frustration, all that anxiety, all that tension, all that celebration, all that whatever, fuel. Fuel for moving forward, making that pivot into the more proper sale. Fourth part, the sale, includes some kind of call to action, some kind of drive to click that buy now button. Maybe it's done with pricing information. Maybe it's done with, you know, you can pay once or make 10 easy payments of $2.99 or whatever it might be. But the sale is the technical information. That's why it's almost almost so frequently found at the bottom or at the top because we want to drive the eye somewhere. Amazon is designed to drive you to the top of pages not the bottom of pages. Why? Because the top of the page is just the sale and the button, sale and the button, move it along, stay on the platform, keep clicking. Whereas if you look at book reviews and you look at newspapers and you look at sales flyers and you look at commercials, names and brands and pricing information comes at the end because you will have gone through this process and that way the sale is the reward, I'm making air quotes, the reward for having gone through all the other steps. If you move to the sale too quickly, it seems like you're anxious. It's, it's $3. Here you go. You're throwing the product at them. If you move on to the sale too late because you've, you're so busy stuck in the pivot or so busy stuck in the turn, the sale seems exhausting oh my God, finally, we're getting to the part about the money. And what you're allowing that when the spacing is off in some way, when the pacing of this conversation, the pacing of this back and forth is off, you are drawing more attention to the thing that's coming next. So if we're talking and talking about how great you know this product is, or how you know wonderful your book is, and all of a sudden we finally get to the price, you are making the impact of that price far more tremendous. No matter what it is, whether it's a dollar ninety nine or three ninety nine, you are putting a spotlight to it. That's a tricky thing to manage. Now, when people write sales copy for the first time, it sucks. When people write sales copy for the tenth time, it sucks. There's it, it's a practice thing. It's, it's supposed to feel a little awkward, just like any other skill. Like when you started writing your first draft, you were fumbling and bumbling along, and now we're doing the same thing with sales copy. But over time with practice, establish, turn, pivot, sales, one, two, three, four, over and over, massaging each part, learning how to link things up. Learning that you can't really juggle these parts around because if you establish at any point other than the beginning, the sale feels chaotic and like you're missing something. Hit these four points in order. Hit them after developing them to some degree, whether we're talking about graphics or pull quotes or logos or video or or quoting the reference or, you know, citing the reference or talking about marketing or, you know, like big splashy awards or whatever, whatever you're doing. Get it in there in those four parts and then practice the hell out of it and you'll get better at writing some marketing for your books. Think it over and I'll talk to you tomorrow.